The Green Bay Packers had the opportunity to get the win of Jordan Love's young career. A signature victory. It was the biggest game of the season. And Baker Mayfield took Joe Barry's lunch money. The Packers get blasted at home 34-20. to 20. An embarrassing performance by this defense that signals it is absolutely beyond time to be done with the Joe Barry experiment. We're going to react to everything that went on from this game here on our live post-game Locked on Packers. You are Locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you, even on a day like today. Today's episode, today's episode brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. That's it. That's it. I've seen enough. And look, it's not like this is anything new with Joe Barry. But to be sitting where this team was two weeks ago, coming off absolutely monster wins, Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs, you go in and you you beat two really good football teams. We saw it again this weekend. The Lions, they get back on track. They beat the brakes off the Denver Broncos. The Packers made them look silly. The Packers made them look bad. And they are not a bad football team. This, right now, the Packers, especially on defense, is, in fact, a bad football team. And Joe Barry, two weeks ago, had the absolute temerity, the unmitigated goal to stand up at the podium and say the only stat that matters at the end of the day is the scoreboard. Okay, Joe, how about 34 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 22 of 28 for Baker Mayfield for 381 and four touchdowns. A 158.3 passer rating. By the way, 158.3, for whatever reason, is the highest that they go. Let me just give you a little bit of context. Last week, Baker Mayfield against the Atlanta Falcons, the team that just lost to the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield won 14 of 19 for 144. And two touchdowns, 48% completion percentage against the aforementioned Carolina Panthers. A game the Buccaneers squeaked by in, just barely won 28 to 18 or 21 to 18. 14 of 19 for 202, a touchdown and a pick. 48% completion percentage. And against the, the Colts, a game that they lost before that, he was 20 of 30 for 199 and two touchdowns. He almost matched in one game. His touchdown total 
from the last three games. And if not for a sack fumble on that, that drive, this could have been even worse because the Packers could not get in on that fourth down. Jordan Love misses Jaden Reed open on fourth and short. The booth thinking whatever they did about, I don't know. The, the, it was not, the, the guys on the telecast, at least the color analysts, did not wrap themselves in glory in this one. But either did this defense. There is no excuse for what we saw defensively from this team. You start Carrington Valentine, who once again played well, and Eric Stokes, who comes back from injury. He hasn't played in a year. By the end of the game, he's not out there. I don't know if he's winded, if he's hurt again, if he just got benched because he wasn't playing well. Just did not look like he was ready to play, looked rusty. You hope that this is not a Kevin King situation where the lower body injuries have just robbed him of too much explosiveness and it, he's just not the same player. Now, Stokes started off at a much, much higher level, much higher rate of speed, a much more explosive athlete, and we're talking really just about the one uh, structural injury. Then he had the hamstring injury off of that. He did not look ready to go. From the, from the jump, did not look ready to go, did not look ready to take on blocks, did not look ready to make tackles, playing tentative, Going against this receiver room in your first game back is a tall order, but Jair Alexander sits. But it, it wasn't even that complicated. This was a game where it was so easy to just attack over the middle of the field. The linebackers were out of position constantly. The Packers didn't seem to know what coverages they were in half the time on, on what ends up being the game ceiling play. On a third down, a third and four, Jonathan Owens and Rudy Ford not communicating ahead of time on what the coverage is, what the call is. They're still talking at the snap. You throw a quick screen, two guys miss a tackle, and you've got David Moore off to the races. A 52-yard touchdown for the dagger. You could not stop an offense that had just not been good this year. And that's two straight games where you can't stop an offense that had not been good. Seven and a half yards per play. 452 yards of total offense. And if it needed to at the end, if Tampa had needed to score, I mean, Rashad White went down. I don't know why. Like, two ups, three scores with four minutes left. It would have been over. It didn't matter. He could have scored. The Buccaneers, it, again, if they don't turn it over, if they don't turn the ball over on that one drive, this could have been even worse. The defense has been terrible. And look at what Tommy DeVito did today. Zero. Goose egg. Nada was bad because he's not a good quarterback. And so let's just tick off the reasons that this was problematic. Number one, on second and long, you know, the final rushing numbers don't look bad. 27 for 99, that's with two, that's with two kneel downs. But on second and long, it seemed like they could get whatever they wanted on the ground. Every second and 10 run, it felt like they were getting six or seven yards and now it's third and short. And they were they were able to convert the Packers on third down had no chance because they couldn't they couldn't get into third and long situations seven of eleven on third downs for Tampa Bay they got whatever they wanted because on second and long the Packers are giving up whatever you want second and twenty nine after the Packers come out they get a touchdown they're in they're in good position here get some points get a stop and get the ball back for Green Bay at second and twenty nine you got to be twenty five yarder to set up third and manageable. And it's all, it's all over from there. It, this can't happen anymore. There are no more excuses. 
what is happening on the field is not good enough. And, and whatever weirdness is happening with Jair Alexander, he's not out there again. Six weeks now, we have no clarity on what the injury is, why he's being kept out, what the situation is. It's all vague. You have Matt Nyman from The Athletic reporting before the game that he's the only guy not out there for pregame warmups. There's 26 players on the injured reserve in the practice squad who are out on the field. Jair Alexander, the only one who's hurt, who's not out there. And then all the other players are out there too. I, How can you blame him for not wanting to play for this defense, not wanting to be out there for this? And look, I, I'm, I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek there because we don't know the situation with Jair Alexander. But if he doesn't want to play, I, I can understand why he wouldn't want to play. And so for these, like six and eight, heading into the Lions game, if you said heading into that Lions game, the Packers would be six and eight after the next four, you'd go, cool. They can win out. They can make the playoffs. But it doesn't feel like that right now, does it? It doesn't feel like that. And it's because this defense can't get stops right now. If they don't get turnovers, they can't get stops. And so you're going to have to bank on Nick Mullins and Justin Fields and Bryce Young turning it over down the stretch. The good news is they can do that. But but then, even if you get stops, the Packers have to be able to take advantage. And in this game, they just didn't take enough advantage of their opportunities, not just off turnovers, but in general. They did not take a good enough advantage. Now, they only had the one turnover. They scored the touchdown. But in the red zone, they didn't capitalize. This red zone offense is still a mess. I think Christian Watson is a big piece of that. I think Luke Musgrave is just as a big piece of that. But you, once again, you go two for five in the red zone. This is a huge problem for this team. It's an execution problem, but it's also a dude's problem. It's a dude's problem. We're going to talk about this offense in, in just a second, because there's a lot to say. I want to talk about it in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Maybe put that Packers DC job up on that board. Maybe they'll find somebody that's more qualified than Joe Barry. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. I can think of some. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows the small businesses are wearing so many hats. And you might not have time or the resources to make the right hires. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, it's quick, and it's easy. And they just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Sometimes it's tough to write those because it's about the algorithm and LinkedIn wants to find just the right stuff so they can help. Hey, this is the thing. We wrote this algorithm. Let's put the right keywords in there for you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. One of the ways that the Bucks found to counter this offense was the Packers love to go with early down play action. And they love to go with hard early down play action, which means 
not just from the gun, token run fake and fire. I'm talking under center, turn your back to the running back, make it all look like a run. And then you've got usually a two man shot play concept down the field. A number of times during this game, Jordan Love got to the back of his drop and had no chance because he had a rusher in his face because they brought extra bodies. Even when the Packers had seven guys, eight guys, even into block, because they're sending extra guys, you have one one person lose, you don't have help. And so now you've got a free rusher in Jordan Love's face. One of the, the great examples in the, in the uh, I don't know if it was technically the red zone, but it was in that range. They tried to run the play that they ran to Luke Musgrave for the touchdown against the Rams. Fake the screen, fake the throwback screen, and then throw the, the little tight end um, release route. And it was there, but Jordan Love had no chance to make the throw because he had a guy right in his face. He actually ended up having to throw the fake throwback to Patrick Taylor because he didn't have a chance to get to the middle of the field because it was so muddy. Jordan Love generally played fine in this game. A rough early start, missed that fourth down throw. But generally, I mean, 29 of 39 for 284 and two touchdowns, you got to win games where your quarterback gives you that stat line. I know he had the fumble, but on fourth and 10, it's fourth and 10 with Bo Melton, Romeo Dobbs, and Malik Heath on the field. So Dontavian Wicks, in and out of this game, he was hurt. He looked great. He is going to be such an integral part of this offense for a long time to come. Jaden Reed, the incredible play on the touchdown to get the Packers back in it in the third quarter. He was a big part of their offense. Dontavian Wicks, six for 97. He was, he was excellent in this game. Romeo Dobbs just chugging along, makes a couple catches. It's not going to surprise me when shortly Dontavian Wicks passes him in terms of the pecking order of this passing game. I think we're, we're not far from it being Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, and Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, all, all this guy does is score touchdowns. I mean, he's been, he's been unbelievable this year um, based on what he's been asked to do, but they couldn't execute in the red zone. You have the fourth down play. You're forced to kick some field goals because you're, you're, and you end up in third and long situations. They weren't able to stay with any kind of balance in the run game, even though Aaron Jones had it going. He had eight carries on the first drive, finishes with 13 because he's on a pitch count. He couldn't be a part of the passing game, really. Like this offense can be so good when it's healthy with Christian Watson, with Luke Musgrave, with Aaron Jones. But by the end of the game, when you have to trot out there, Malik Keith and Bo Melton and Romeo Dobbs, it's just not the same. Now, what I what I struggle with is, okay, you know the pressure's coming. They had some success with RPOs but then they didn't stick with it. And I think part of that is game script. They felt like, okay, well, you got to throw. So are you really, are you really tricking them with these run pass options? But you still went with some hard play actions on first down. So like, are you really tricking them with those? Obviously not. They had a game plan and the Packers didn't really have a counter in this one. And this is with multiple guys in that secondary. Carlton Davis didn't play in this game. So injuries are a factor for everyone. Devin White, a healthy scratch. I mean, you get... Really nice performances from Tucker Craft. He gets banged up in this game. I mentioned Wicks. He gets banged up in this game. But you're getting some really nice performances from these young players. And because 
you're this young team, you still have those moments where, you know, that, that third down throw where Jordan Love's trying to throw the corner route to, to Jaden Reed, who, by the way, if he just keeps running, like probably makes a play on the ball. I don't know why he stopped. It was like, he didn't expect the ball, but Dontavian Wicks is in the same part of the field. They run essentially the same route, even though you got Jaden Reed coming in on that little fast motion at the snap, they run a switch release. It was like, they were trying to run smash and they forgot to smash. Like someone forgot to run the hitch. I don't know exactly what, what the coverage was or what the call was there, but you're, you got two guys in the same spot. That's what, that's what was scuttling this offense in October. And it really is hard to overstate how big a problem not having any sort of continuity with your running game is. You don't want to have to have 39 attempts from Jordan Love to 17 attempts on the ground. Like that's just not what you want to have to have. The Bucks, 28 passes, 27 runs. Now that includes two kneel downs. But so even if you if you include only the actual runs, you're going 28 and 25. Now that's not, you know, balance is not necessarily something you need. But it's nice to have something. It's nice to have something from your running game. And, and I know that the Packers were playing catch up for long stretches in this game, but not, they weren't down two touchdowns until the end. And then they got back into it. And then Joe Barry's defense couldn't, couldn't get anything going. This, this offense can look really good at times. And then other times you go, okay, you, you blow a protection. You drop a pass. Pre-snap penalty, Jordan Love misses a throw or a read. You get a you get a drop or you get guys running routes into the same area. This is stuff that was happening in October and it seemed like they were turning the corner. It seemed like those things were behind them. It's just very clear that they're not. And that's a that's a problem for this team that that needs to win out to keep their playoff hopes alive. And they they have a we're going to talk about the playoff thing in a second, but this is this is an offense that looked really good for a stretch. And people are people are going to think I'm overreacting to this. I really really didn't like taking the ball in the second half to start the game. They had found something with this aggressive mentality against the Lions. We want the ball, they go out and they score. Against the Chiefs, we want the ball they go out and they score. And against the Giants, they did it and they didn't score. And it was like Matt LaFleur got a little nervous, got a little angsty. And Matt LaFleur gets conservative in those moments, not aggressive. I mentioned this on Twitter. When, when things aren't working, rather than go to a little razzle-dazzle, a little something extra, a conservative attack, Matt LaFleur tends to get conservative. Let's run base offense. Let's just... Let's just get it going. Let's just have a nice, a nice stable drive. A nice stable drive. It's just like out of halftime, you you get a play action shot blown up. And on second and 10, you're down three, you run the ball on second and 10. Now it's third and seven, and then you have the miscommunication. Like that kind of stuff. It's just not. It's not what you want. And even, even in the even in the, the second half, when they score on, the, on a drive, they end up scoring on. The Bucs go up 20 to 10. You need it. You need it. You need to get going. The first play call of that drive 
is a first down run. Now, maybe they did that thinking they could catch them in a run blitz, but like, that's so conservative. That's, it's so conservative. And there are times when it just feels like LaFleur will say, I'm just, I'm going to go the safe route. I'm going to go the safe route. And this is not the safe route team. This is not a safe route quarterback. Jordan Love, the thing that, that Jordan Love needs to find here is there is a line when he plays free, he's so good. He's so dynamic. That touchdown throw to Jaden Reed was unbelievable. And two plays before that, you have the, the Malik Heath. It's second and long, and, and you pick up a big chunk of it on a, on a throw on the run. Malik Heath makes a diving catch and a, a great catch. Those are wow plays. Those are wow throws. He can do that. But then the fourth down throw, fading away, doesn't have his feet set, has time to make, just stop, get his feet in, his cleats in the ground, and make a throw. And he can't, he doesn't do it. I don't know if he can't, but he doesn't. And there is that fine line. That fine line of playing free and going over the line into reckless, where he's playing undisciplined, where the feet, it's like, if you can stand and deliver in the pocket, if you can set your feet and throw, do it. And he was he was doing it. Against the Chiefs, the Christian Watson touchdown, the, the one that wasn't on the on the backside of the, the DB's helmet. He moves up in the pocket, has a chance to make a chaotic play, instead sets his feet and fires an accurate throw to Christian Watson. That's the version of Jordan Love. A little bit of chaos, but it's just, it's, it's modulated chaos. That's where Jordan Love is at his best, where he's freewheeling, but he's not playing undisciplined. He's in the flow. And we saw it in this game. Look, again, he played he played fine in this game. Played totally fine. But because the defense was so bad, he needed to play great. He needed to play great. And for a number of reasons, he didn't. Now, we've spent 22 and a half minutes talking about the, mostly the bad. The season is not over. By any means, the season is not over. And the playoff picture still breaks the right way for the Packers at the moment. We're going to talk about that in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. The Packers were three and a half point favorites in this game. You were getting nice juice on the Bucks. On the money line, if you pick the bucks, not only did you make a nice little, uh, little, little profit on that bet, but now you can get 150 bucks if you are a first-time user and you get that FanDuel bonus. Packers, I looked right before game time, five and a half point favorites against the Panthers. We'll, we'll have to see what it what it checks in at now. Uh, my guess is it's not going to change very much. I would assume the Packers are still going to be favorites. They have not done well so far this season when they've been favorites. They just haven't, and that's something that they have to change. But the app doesn't have to change. It's easy. It's so easy. Spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, parlays, all kinds of great stuff. Same game parlays. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get the NFL playoff season going right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. The Locked On Podcast Network, they have come up with something really fun. It's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, I understand, especially for the fans who are in the, the chat right now on um, our, our YouTube page, who are opposing fans, they will call this cope and that's fine. But what we said two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I guess, before the Lions game was after they beat the Chargers, you go, okay, get to six and eight. Win your last three and you have a really good shot to get into the postseason at nine and eight. And that remains true. Now, I understand. I understand that the team that we have saw seen on the field, especially defensively, the last two weeks is not a playoff team. And the Bears, the last two weeks, have looked like much closer to a playoff team than the Packers. There's no doubt about that. Now, they they did not exactly look great against the Browns, but two weeks ago, they looked pretty good. Overall, it's still three below average teams. The Bucs are very talented. Like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they got beat by those guys. And Todd Bowles is still a hell of a defensive coordinator now. The Vikings have Justin Jefferson. I, I assume some other players play there, but they don't, but they don't really. Um, and Brian Flores is a hell of a coach. But that offense with Nick Mullins, like that's we want to talk about chaotic energy. That's tough. Justin Fields loves to give the ball away. Loves to give the ball away. Now, you know, given what happened on Sunday, you go, okay, well, Baker Mayfield and Tommy DeVito weren't exactly. Uh, lighting the world on fire until they played Joe Barry's defense, and then this happened. That's fair. That is totally fair. I, I I totally understand all those arguments, but what I will tell you is it's now three games. Go in three games. And for the Packers, the reason that this all still works out is they got the Rams with a backup quarterback. They beat that backup quarterback that is a big deal as we as we record right now. So the Rams are playing as we speak. The Seahawks are going to play uh, on Monday night. But the Rams are six and seven. The Seahawks are six and seven. The Falcons go to six and eight. Now, now the Packers lose the tiebreaker with the Falcons because they're um, head to head. The Falcons finish Colts, Bears, Saints. All you need for them to do is to drop one of those games. All you need to do is to drop one of those games. The Rams finish Saints, Giants, 49ers. They have the seventh loss. So you need them to lose one game. One game. If you went out, the Rams just need to lose one game. Now you hope that last game means something to the 49ers. 
because the 49ers are obviously a better team than the Rams. And then all you need is the Seahawks to lose one game. They might, they might do it against the Eagles. Otherwise, they have Titans, Steelers, Cardinals. The Packer fans are big-time Eagles fans on Monday. Big-time, big-time Eagles fans. So it is still out there for them. If they went out, depending on the simulators that you like, we're, I'm just saying if, if they went out, we're talking about a 90-plus percent chance to make the playoffs. And I understand. You can't beat the Eagles. You can't beat the Cowboys. You can't beat the 49ers, whoever the two-seed is if you're the seven-seed. Not playing defense like this. Certainly, you cannot. But that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, this is a young team trying to figure it out. You want to give them those reps. You want to go win these games so that you can give them the opportunity. I'm like, forget a draft pick. Now, you lose to the, the Panthers, then, then just play Sean Clifford. Not because I don't think Jordan Love is, is the guy. I'm still confident Jordan Love is the guy. But because you want to lose these games get the best draft pick you possibly can. Go beat the Panthers. Go beat the Vikings. Go beat the Bears. And get your reps in the playoffs. Get your licks. Even if it means, because who knows? Once you get in the dance, who knows? The Packers showed, beating the Chiefs and beating the Lions, they showed they can play with anybody. And look, the 49ers lost to a third-string quarterback in the Browns with no offensive players. The Eagles lost to the Jets. The Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. All of these teams are capable of losing. So go get into the dance and give yourself an opportunity. You can't do it playing defense like this, and you need to be a little bit more consistent in the red zone. Again, the Packers went out. We're talking about 90-plus percent of getting in. And maybe by the end of the, the, the day today, maybe the Rams lose to the Commanders. Crazy stuff happens. And it's just like, okay, they're they're right back there. They're right back in the driver's seat. They're, they're still... They're like in the, in between the, I don't know. I don't want to say in between the passenger seat and the driver's seat. That sounds dirty, but they are, they are, if you went out, you're in really, you're in, you're in pretty good shape given the way the standings are currently, because you also hold that saints tiebreaker. Now they're seven and seven, the bucks are seven and seven. So you have the saints need to lose another one. You hope the Buccaneers take care of that. It gets complicated. It's like, okay, do you want the Saints to beat the Rams next week and then lose to the Bucks? Because then you get that tiebreaker too. It's going to be crazy, which means we're going to be talking about it here on Locked on Packers. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live like we are on YouTube right this very second, go subscribe to us on YouTube so you can stay. Locked on Packers.